The health minister says Taiwan still plans to use AstraZeneca's COVID vaccines, even as Europe closes ranks against the formula. This week, Germany, France and Spain announced a halt to the shots amid reports of a blood clot risk after inoculation. Uh, altogether, there are now more than 15 countries that have called a halt to the vaccine. Though the World Health Organization says, uh, says there is no clear link between the vaccine and blood clots. Health Minister Chen Shizhong said Tuesday that the evidence still shows that the vaccine is safe and that there are no plans to delay administration. More and more European nations are hitting pause on the AZ vaccine amid reports of thrombosis and even death after inoculation. Following countries including Ireland, Denmark, Norway and Iceland, Spain has announced a halt to its vaccination program. I think it's important at this point that the message we convey to European society as a whole is that we're ensuring the vaccination process is safe. European nations, including Germany, France and the Netherlands, have put a hold on administration. So far, more than 15 countries worldwide have suspended the vaccine, while another five countries have stopped using particular batches. Today's decision is purely a precautionary measure. The decision was taken in accordance with a European policy. We have decided to suspend the use of AstraZeneca and are hoping to resume it quickly if the EMA's guidance allows it. The World Health Organization and the European Medicines Agency are scheduled to meet Tuesday to discuss the AZ vaccine. The WHO says that until an assessment is made, it still advises countries to continue using the vaccine. This does not necessarily mean these events are linked to vaccination. For now, Taiwan's health chief says the country will carry on as planned. Basically, at this time, we believe that the vaccine is safe. Recently, several countries have suspended administration, but that will have no impact on our timeline. Based on our surveys, there are about 60,000 healthcare workers willing to receive the vaccine in the first rollout. Meanwhile, Thailand, which had suspended its AZ program for a safety investigation, has decided that its rollout will resume. Thailand's prime minister became the first to be inoculated Tuesday morning to boost public confidence in the vaccine. With the drought worsening, Shenzhou City is preparing for the worst. The local government ran a water shortage drill with eight hospitals on Tuesday. They practiced response measures for when the drought alert is raised from orange to red, the most severe level. If the drought is not relieved and we enter code red, the water supply will be suspended two days a week. But hospitals can't afford to lose their water for a day. So our public health bureau has coordinated a plan with these hospitals. Whether it's with water trucks or the water itself, we'll provide the necessary assistance. During the drill, staff from the Taiwan Water Company connected water trucks to hospitals. In the event of extreme drought, water will be prioritized for medical care facilities and firefighting. Researchers at Academia Sinica have developed a new targeted therapy for pancreatic cancer. Based on peptides, the new therapy works to prevent tumors from spreading. That could help save the lives of patients given a cancer diagnosis. Currently, pancreatic cancer is one of the, the most fatal, with many patients conditioning, uh, conditions worsening quickly soon after they're diagnosed. As clinicians, when we face pancreatic cancer in a clinical setting, it's extremely frustrating. Pancreatic cancer is sometimes called the king of cancers. It's hard to detect early, and the five-year mortality rate is 90%. 
On diagnosis, 75% of patients' tumours have already metastasized, making treatment even harder. Now, after 15 years' research, an interdisciplinary team from Academia Sinica has developed a targeted therapy to suppress cancer cells' metastasis. In a cancer cell, when its IL-17RB receptors and IL-17B receptors combine, they then recruit the important dual kinase MLK4 and phosphorylate the IL-17RB. This sets the patient down a path towards cancer. So we have designed a peptide therapy that can effectively block IL-17RB and MLK4 from combining. Like all targeted therapies, you have to find patients who are genuinely suited to receive this therapy. We also want to develop testing systems to work out which patients are really suited to receive targeted IL-17RB therapy. Many famous names have passed away with pancreatic cancer, including Apple founder Steve Jobs and beloved sports broadcaster Fu Ren. Academia Sinica hopes its new therapy will undergo clinical trials within five years to give patients of the future more opportunities for treatment. Shares of chipmaker TSMC go ex-dividend on Wednesday. That's the same day that index futures contracts will expire. So expect to see big market volume and volatility. Analysts say that where foreign investors stand will make all the difference in how the TIEX fares. There is no doubt that TSMC has sound fundamentals, but you do still have to look at the trading volume. Foreign investors have turned into net sellers, so after TSMC goes ex-dividend, traders may need to wait some time before seeing a recovery. In January, TSMC soared to a record high of 679 NT dollars. Since then, it's fallen off sharply, but there may be reason to hold on for a recovery. According to publicly available data, TSMC executives have been piling into the stock. In February, four company officials purchased 18,000 share lots altogether. Managerial-level employees have also been buying in, snapping up 278 lots over the past two years. Analysts say this signals confidence in TSMC's future operations. A 14-year-old javelin thrower from Taichung who holds the national javelin record has revealed a surprise link to one of Taiwan's top music stars. The young sportsman Huang Zhaohong told FTV how his family was helped financially by singer Jam Xiao. Without that support, Huang would have struggled to continue his education and might not be the up-and-coming sports star he is today. Huang takes a short run-up before hurling the javelin skyward. After just 1.5 years training, his talent is indisputable. A record-breaking throw of 70.54 meters at the National Youth Cup made the 14-year-old Taiwan's male javelin champion. He had an unexpected name to thank when we asked who supported his training, singer Jam Xiao. I mean, a big star came all the way here and spent 360000 on all my family's musical instruments. It was so touching. He bought all our instruments, allowing our family to have the money for me to attend elementary school. At the time, Huang's grandmother ran a musical instrument shop. When he was six, she sold all the instruments to raise the money for his schooling. They were all brought up by an anonymous benefactor who later turned out to be Jam himself. I thank him for helping our family. If he hadn't been there then, I don't know where I would be now. And I thank my grandma for always supporting me, raising the money for my school fees and putting me through junior high. 
He's probably the first Taiwanese javelin thrower to reach 70 meters. To get results like this in junior high is really amazing. Xiao has expressed happiness at the young sportsman's thanks. He just hoped to help the family in a tight spot, he said, without any idea of what an exceptional young man he was helping. The azalea is the official plant of Taipei City. Let's head now to New Taipei to meet the people who grow those flowers to delight visitors at Taipei Azalea Festival. Over 6 million individual azaleas are grown in the region annually. Azalea experts in the area have even cultivated 300 new varieties. It's azalea season again. These days, Taiwan's premier azalea spots are not on Yangmingshan, but in New Taipei's Wanli and Jinshan. New colors, patterns, and varieties make every garden a surprise. What's special about this one is that all its petals are variegated. In the center, it has this apple green. Like this bud here, the green is very obvious. The green-white flowers have a fresh and elegant air. This new variety has tricolor petals. If you look closely, you can see three colors, green, light purple, and white, three in one plant. Liu Zhifang heads the Wanli Horticultural Marketing class. Friends call him Dr. Azalea. Once the winner of a farming god trophy, he has developed over 300 varieties of azalea flowers, collectively called the Wanli New Azaleas. He's a long-term collaborator working with Taipei Azalea Festival. In the past, they'd buy them off us and take them away and arrange them. But this year is the first First time they've rented the flowers. If they plant them themselves, it entails high management costs. But here, we can take good care of everything. The profusion of azaleas in Wanli and Jinshan comes to six million individual plants a year. The market for these top-grade flowers is strong. About 80 or 90 percent of all Taiwan's azaleas come from Jinshan. We get a lot of demand, not just from public engineering works, roads and parks, but also normal construction sites and private projects and courtyards. The mighty azalea seems to fit in with every landscape, and with such a wide choice of colors and varieties, it will fit in with every mood and occasion, too. Well, children can learn how to whip up tasty dishes from scratch at a camp on April 24th. The free cooking camp is open to kids aged 8 to 15 on a first-come, first-served basis. It's put together by organizations that want to promote the importance of eating locally and to inspire the love of cooking at an early age. The children slowly make the flour with sugar, honey and butter. Then they add chunks of pineapple. Lastly, they pop it into the oven. In just a few minutes, the pineapple muffins are ready to eat. On the other side, children make spaghetti and corn soup. The YS Educational Foundation, the National Federation of Teachers Union, and the China Grain Products Research and Development Institute have partnered to create a cooking camp for kids. The program called Master Chef Junior Camp will teach children how to cook. It will also teach them about the ingredients they're using, as well as the basics of food safety. I went to other places to attend this cooking camp before. I made a hot and sour soup. I also want to make it at home in the future. It's my first time making this. The teacher taught us how to make food. When I go home, I want to make this by myself. It's not boring, and I can make it for my family. 
The free cooking camp is open to kids aged 8 to 15 who will earn a certificate at the end. They can also participate in a cooking competition at the end of the year to apply what they've learned. Children nowadays may not know much about cooking ingredients, so we want to strengthen our farm-to-table education for kids so that children can have a place where they can learn about food, to eat the food that they make themselves. The hope is that they come to cherish their food more, to cherish the land. Organizers hope that through learning how to make food from scratch, children can learn to better appreciate the food and the land they live in. For Mosa News, Stephanie Yang, Chen Bohan in Taipei. Yilan County has launched a companion dog program training stray dogs to provide loving companionship to children and the elderly. They hope the dogs will have a role in elementary schools as well as end-of-life hospices. Let's head now to Totsung Elementary Kindergarten in Yilan, where the program is going swimmingly. Kindergartners gather around excitedly, stretching out their hands to give the dog a pat. It's a bit of a squeeze, but there's more than enough of Xiao Hei to go around. It's so relaxing just to gaze into the eyes of a gentle creature like this. These sweet dogs were once strays. Yilan County has launched a companion dog program to train rescues to be loving companions in schools and hospices. So we suddenly came up with the idea of the companion dog program. We've picked out some dogs with more placid characters to give them regular training and get them to go regularly into schools or golden year centers to accompany folks. We want children to get used to this idea young, that we love and take care of animals. And we hope that with everyone taking care of the animals, they can make the family more harmonious, warmer and happier. These kids are certainly very gentle and caring with Xiao Hei. Bringing dogs into classrooms is a great way for kids to play together in a new way and learn how to play with other species too. Another animal has escaped from Taipei Zoo. This time it's an eight-year-old male patas monkey called Nandao. He escaped from his enclosure at the African Animal Area Monday morning after a zookeeper failed to fully latch the door. Search operations are underway. Taipei Zoo says petas monkeys are the fastest species in the primate family. They are active mainly in the daytime and they're cautious by nature, leaping away when strangers approach. The zoo says the runaway does not pose a threat to the ecosystem or humans and that anyone who spots him should immediately notify the zoo.